0: We are three weeks out from closing. Everything's lined up. The financing is ready. We're good to go. Um, and I get a phone call from the realtor. And he calls and he says, got some bad news. I said, well, what's the news? He said, we, uh, there was a, uh, an incident at the property. Well, what happened? And he said, there was a um, shooting. A shooting. Yeah. Uh, you know, they got a, one person died. One person's in critical condition and it happened in in the building and i remember at the time i was like what am i doing i right. should be in med school right now <laughs> what am i doing right now i come from the suburbs i don't know uh, this is insane right you know like uh, this is nuts and uh you know i i went to my dad i remember and he said tell me you want off the price and i was like i remember at the time just being like what <laughs> Like what?
1: <laughs> and what do you think that, that property is worth today that you got for 600?
0: It's probably about
1: 2.5. 2.5 million? Yeah,
0: probably somewhere around there.
1: guys so we got another great podcast for you today i got myself my man joe colosuano and uh joe what's going on man how are you doing today I'm doing pretty well man. Doing yeah you're well. nice and relaxed and chill huh that's mm-hmm. good now joe i met you a couple years ago and i'll always remember uh you know it was uh we're in an office in allentown it was me and my father you and your father yep. it was like first and second generation together and it was just a just a really interesting meet to see your family and see our family and to just like what I got from you in that short, you know, um, short uh, interaction was that you guys come from you come from a hardworking family. That's what I've always felt from you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You're
1: hardworking people. Yeah, man. You know, last time I saw you, you were working, I think you were working in an apartment, getting an apartment ready in Allentown.
0: Yeah.
1: So tell me a little bit about your background. Like how'd you get into multifamily and apartments and stuff? That's what, that's what you fully do now, right?
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we got in, I got into it. Uh, I was, I was in, uh, I was in grad school. Um, I, you know, I was a pre-med student. I went to, uh, Boston college. Um, I studied pre-med, went to, was that am
1: I hearing Boston accent or New York no, accent?
0: No, no, I, I grew up in New Jersey. <laughs> New Jersey. Um, so, uh, I ended up graduating and went to, um, I went to a graduate program in New Jersey for biomedical science. It was like a piggyback program. So you take this for like a year and then you get into their med school, you know, for the most part. I think every single person I did the grad program with ended up going to med school. Um, I was a little too uh, preoccupied during med school with, um, I was running a small business I started in college, uh, an online business. Uh, drop shipping business so you were hustling back then yeah so um entrepreneurial mindset and i and you know i kind of just i never really thought about business at all to be honest with you until about my senior year i started um messing around and i i won a a venture competition a venture capital competition um my senior year of college and i never took an econ class i never did i never did a single business class ever all useless um and uh you know, I was in I was in the pro the you know the the program and getting my master's. And I was focusing more on this little small business that was making me a few bucks. Right then, I really was on you know studying and doing all that, and I ended up reading Rich Dad Poor Dad of all things. And that always messes everybody up. Yeah, really, really threw, my, <laughs> threw me for a loop, man. And uh, and I was like, you know what? I, I just want to buy. I want to buy an apartment building. And my father was a builder. He was building. Um, you know, at that time, um, you know, he had never really owned, um, rental property, but yeah, I, have been around real estate kind of my whole life. Right. And so what was uh, he building? He was building apartments, um, for, for somebody else, for somebody else. Yeah. Uh, he was, he was a partner, a small partner, but you know, that was like 2007, 2008, the guy ended up going under and and he was the money guy. He lost everything. So uh. he lost the, uh, the project that they were working on. And, um, yeah. So at, at that time, I said, you know, I want to buy, I want to buy, a, you know, an apartment building and, I couldn't afford a single thing in New Jersey, even though it was like 2009, 2010. I really didn't have a lot of money. Um, And we ended up, um, you know, my father said, oh, you know, why don't you check out Allentown, PA? You know, maybe that's, you know, where, you know, you could find something a little more affordable. And so we went out there and uh, we looked at the first deal. I looked at was uh, an eight unit building on uh, South 4th Street, uh, no, North 4th, North 4th. So uh, you, know, you know the area. If you're yeah. coming up Fourth Street for off of uh, Hamilton Street on the right hand side, there's those really ornate buildings on the right hand side. There, there's two of them side by side. One's an eight unit building. One's like a like a, just like a ridiculous single family home. Um, and so I went under contract that on, on that eight unit building and had no idea how to get financing anything. I and I couldn't get a mortgage because you know I didn't really have a. That's ton near of where the prison money. is, I think. Yeah, yeah right there. Okay, yeah. right. Um. So anyway, I ended up uh, having a back out of that um, because I couldn't, I had a mortgage contingency and, you know, and then I kind of took a step back and I was like, all right, well, let me think about this. I got to figure out how to get some financing. And uh, I ended up uh, around that time, a 31 unit uh, complex, I don't know if I'd call it a complex. It's, it's 31 units, um, but it's four different parcels. They're all consecutive one next to one another uh, at the corner of like 8th and Turner. Oh, nice! And uh, at the time, pretty pretty rough area. Mm-hmm. Um, the price was like six fifty, and
1: six fifty for the build for, for the, the whole package. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, exactly for all thirty minutes. Yeah,
0: it's so like you know twenty something, you know it's low twenties, twenty one thousand dollars a door. And um but they were rough. I mean, they were rough. The yeah. place was half vacant, is in foreclosure, right? And um I think it was it was actually a short sale.
1: You still have that today? I do, yeah. All right, so, I, I so for this.
0: Uh, yeah, so we we ended up I, I got that we got that under contract at six fifty. Um and I was I, I got hooked up with a hard money lender to buy it. because um, I couldn't I couldn't qualify for traditional financing, not not just because the asset was destroyed, but also because I didn't really have much credit history. I was 20, 24 years old when we got it under contract. So um ended up closing on it. Uh, so I got the financing, I got all the approvals. Uh, I was get, I was paying fourteen percent interest on that on that building, and um, about three weeks before it was about to close. And this is like a six month process. It was a short sale, so it took really really it took a really long time to kind of get to the the closing table. And uh, we we're three weeks out from closing. Everything's lined up, the financing is ready, we're good to go. Um, and I get a phone call from the realtor, and he calls and he says. Got some bad news. I said, Well, what's the news? He said, We, uh, there was a uh, an incident at the property. And what, what happened? And he said, There was a um, shooting? shooting. Yeah. Uh, you know, got a, one person died, one person's in critical condition, and it happened in, in the building. And I remember at the time, I was like, What am I doing? I should right. be in med school right now. <laughs> what am I doing right now? I come from the suburbs. I don't know. Uh, this is insane. Right. You know, like, uh, this is nuts. And, uh, you know, I, I went to my dad, I remember, and he said, tell me you want 75000 off the price. And I was like, I remember at the time just being like, what? <laughs> like, what? I'm over here thinking, like, I should run from the deal. And he's using it as a leverage point. Exactly. And, you smart. know, it's just, it's smart, yeah. And, and so we asked for that. And they said, nah, we can't do 70, how's 40? And we said, our oh, forty's good. So we ended up buying it for 609 And we closed on it. And then for, you know, when I closed on that deal, I thought, ah, I can retire. Like, I'm done. I'm <laughs> set, man. 31 units, apartments, this is amazing. I'm ready. Like, I'm done. And I spent the next year... There on yeah. a daily basis, right. couldn't afford. I mean, at the time couldn't afford to pay any, you know, subcontractors, any maintenance staff. So I was learning how to like solder a hot water heater in a basement on my iPhone. You know, so I did that for a year, got the whole thing stabilized, and still, I you know, at that time, like 2010, 2011, I was having trouble financing out with a traditional bank just because banks were super tight after the recession, yeah. you know, after 08. And you know, I was a young kid; I didn't really have any experience, and um, I ended up through a mortgage broker that was looking to try to get me, um, refied out, getting introduced to, uh, uh basically a money partner out, um, in New York. And he came in and helped in, uh, refinance the building with his bank, came in as a partner. And, uh, this year we actually, um, refinanced the building and bought him out of it. And so now we, we, oh, have, nice. we have the building hundred percent now. So
1: and what do you think that, that property is worth today that you got for 600?
0: It's probably about $2, five. million probably somewhere around
1: there yeah and that area totally has come up right totally totally yeah changed in a a huge way
0: well sometimes some shootings
1: but not not in my building at least yeah i mean we bought a building too like once uh right here uh in potstown and when we bought it it was a bank foreclosure i think i was telling you a little bit about for two Mm -hmm. two around two and the month before we bought it you know it was somebody was somebody was shooting there and then like the the people who took it over from the bank they had like armed guards and stuff and you know so the thing with those type of properties though you know it's if if the area is you know not down down like d class or something like that yep. and you put in the hard work and grind and like fix it sure. back up and it's like you can make it into a nice stable workforce housing yeah, type of place and, and and create good income yeah. you know and and doing a a great service to the community as well yeah. you know what i mean because what happens is people own stuff and they don't take care of it then you know all it's the, the all the the riffraff and everything come in, and that it just it's just it's a breeding ground for for right. shootings and, it, and, and it, stuff and like it that. Makes
0: it, it it makes it worse for your neighbors, right? Their property values go down, your yeah. property values go down. You can't get you can't get good tenants to move in because nobody wants to live around that, right. right? So it just it's there's there's not you can't say enough about just being a responsible you know landlord, taking care of your properties, picking the right kind of people, and it just gets better and better if you continue to do that over time
1: not too far from there on fourth street i used to manage uh hamilton square when we first got that back in the day and when the i took it over house. huh the room no, no 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 that's uh, I, I just took over that in april oh, okay but that's hamilton tower but the yeah, hamilton yeah, yeah, square hamilton is hamilton. like an apartment complex it's a little bit on it's fourth, right
0: fourth and hamilton right there
1: yeah i think no fourth and uh just one block over from hamilton is like fourth and chestnut or something like yeah, right across walnut the, uh, uh, walnut, walnut yeah, yeah. walnut and when I first got there, it was like, it looked like the Bronx, you know what I mean? It was like trash piled up high, higher than me, you know what I mean? Like by the dumpster mm-hmm. and stuff. And it was just a, a real, like people, you know, pissing everywhere and stuff yeah, like there's that. there's no rules. Now, today, that property, man, I, I mean, it's not mine anymore, it's, it's some of my brother's, but that property is like, and, and I, people would call on the phone and be like, and i tell them where it is, just hang up the phone on me.
0: Dude, it happened to me all the time. <laughs> I would say... I, Back in 2011, I said to my brother. All the time, Nowadays, I remember you know, we were,
1: there's a waiting list. Probably, you put to get up in an it.
0: ad on Craigslist or wherever you put up the ads back then, and, and and you know someone would call up and say, "Oh, listen, I'm interested in the two bedroom. Where is that?" And you're like, "Ethan Turner, click right away." Hamilton
1: Tower is actually the office building where we, where I mean, the building where, in the mm-hmm. office where we met when you, with your father. Yeah, that was Hamilton Tower. Gotcha. Yeah, that's exactly that's a, so that was the property when we first got it. You know, it was really bad. Yeah, but you know. That's the whole thing. It's the long game, right?
0: Yeah.
1: So, and then you grew from the 31 unit. Now you tell me you're like around 500 units. Uh,
0: a little less, but yeah, we have, uh, you know, low 400s. It's still fr- That's
1: still freaking amazing. And, and yeah. what period of time did you do this? It's did been
0: 10, uh, 10, 10, 11 years.
1: Wow. Yeah. And that's really, you know, and like, and, and you're seeing like, you're seeing the 10 year cycle in real estate.
0: Yep. Yeah. We started you know? from the low, low.
1: Yeah. So you saw like the bottom of the real estate cycle is what yeah, you're saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Around that time. Yeah. Cause yeah, then that's, the, that's right after 2008 is yeah. when everything was kind of hit, hit another bottom and it starts coming up. Yep. And then, you know, um, yeah. So you've seen the full cycle almost, you know I mean? Now it's at some point maybe it's going to go, you know, cause everything right. moves in cycles and that's the of thing of like, yeah. people like our parents, you know, people have been around, they know about the cycle, everybody, nothing, nothing just goes up. Can't go up forever. And, uh, what do you think? And now it's going to happen. Like, what do you? Well, what so you, I what feel you kind of
0: fortunate for starting when I did because I think that I got—I don't want to say I got scarred, but like I—I I saw every property we've ever bought, or for the majority of them, at least for you know from 2010 to probably 2016, 17. They're all they were all distressed foreclosures. You know that kind of those right. kind of those kind of things that people bought and paid too much money for back in 2007, 2008, six, whatever, right. That ended up not being able to manage them and losing them. Right. So, you know, it's just seeing that happen has, um, instilled in me as kind of, you know, uh, I'm just a little more cautious. I keep my leverage low or I try to, you know, you know, I think across my whole portfolio at this point with prices where they're at now, I'm I'm probably 45, 50% levered. You know what I mean? And even if there is a correction, you know, I'm confident that we'll be all right to weather it. Um, but I don't, I'm, you know, I really don't want to be pushing it. Yeah.
1: I mean, also like, you know, we're kind of like more so old school. So we we tend to be on more on the conservative side than kind of some other players in the game right. probably. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's and, and it's also like, you know, these are properties that, we have. It's not like we're sitting here, you know, syndicating the property. So right. when you do that, you have X amount of money. You have to spend it. You know what I mean? It's it, you yeah. will. Have to you syndicated it at
1: all or, or no. thought about it? No. No. Okay. Never. That's good. Yeah, that scares the shit out of me. <laughs> exactly. I don't
0: want to be responsible for anybody else's money, man. Same thing. Same thing. That.
1: I don't want to. I don't want to ever do that. You know. I just feel like you know, good for the people that do it and yeah, they find success it, there. there but, but a lot like, of people that do really well with but it. But like, just not for me. Yeah. I totally agree. I just would. I would. I, I can sleep at night with my own money, but I can't 100%. sleep at night holding your money. <laughs> I,
0: right. I agree, hundred <laughs> percent.
1: You know, if mine's is going down, I was like, I'll, I'll weather That's it. Me, you know, I'll, I'll get through it. it yeah. But it, I don't want to. I don't want to hold nobody else's money yeah. and be. Yeah. But, you know, so, so you've grown quite a bit over ten years, and it's you, your brother, and your father. Yes. Or, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, what a little bit about like? Okay, so your father's from. Italy. Italy, yeah. Italy, right? So you're second generation here in America, just like me. My father mm-hmm. was from India. A mm-hmm. um, little bit of difference than some other people because you, you, you're and working with your father. Um, how's that like, you know?
0: Uh, we actually get along really well. I mean, there, you know, there's, I think there's some things that you put heads on a little bit here always, and there. Yeah. like yeah. You know, um, but at the end of the day, he instilled like a really good work ethic in all exactly. in, in, my brother and I, I think. And, um, you know, we all have mutual respect for each other. We're not, you know, we, we're not clashing all the time. Right. You know, and for the most part, you know, most, I'd say 90% of the stuff, we, we all agree, all three of us on right.
1: So I think, do you think that the whole, the work ethic thing, you think that's something like uh, it's becoming a rare thing here, like with, 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 with or I don't know, do you man. See? I think
0: about it a lot, you know, I, and, you know, especially because I just had my son, you know, he's six months old and it's like, you know, I want to make sure you know, you, you have, like, you know, you're in a similar position, right? So, like, you want to make sure that they, you don't raise them up to be, you know, to, they, that they understand what went into building the business and what right. you guys have, right? right? Like, it's, it's, it's important because... I you, mean,
1: statistically, the third generation loses the money. Correct. You know, first builds it, second one kind of even scales it. Right. And third, you know, yeah. because they grew in, they born into it. If they're not trained in a proper way... They can just be spoiled and just right. kind of destroy. And that, that old so.
0: adage is like, you know, I think I, I I've I've done tons of research on it. I've, I've watched really? tons of podcasts about people talking about it, and you know, it, I think it, at the end of the day, it really comes down to like when you have, you know, when you're raising your kids, I think you really need to let them build their own thing, you know, or at least partially, at least you know, maybe it's you know, maybe it's like when my son. You know, graduate college or whatever it is, you know, I don't bring him right, right into the business at first. I let him say, I say, Hey, look, when you get to this point, when you're on your own making, you know, X dollars or have, you know, this much success and you're interested in coming in, that's fine. Um, but I don't. I, see, I for also me, don't know, man. This, I, I, like
1: this is what I did, you know. And I kind of say this, and people here, people listen to podcasts, they hear me say it all the time. Like when my sons turned fourteen, they started working with the cleaners in the I high rise building. I think it's an awesome idea, you know. And they and they enjoyed it, and mm-hmm. they got to see a whole different side of life. And they can get to, then then next year they work with the maintenance guys, The mm-hmm. next year they work with the painter guy. You know, the guys painting. Yeah. So they get. Uh, you know, each year they got more and more experience yeah. or then one year, maybe they might intern with the office guy or yeah. something like that. You know, somebody working in the admin administration. Yeah. So that way they get a feel for the business and then they go to, you know, they get to go out and see us at, you know, looking at a property or things of that nature, you know, if they're free. So then if they have interest, but I'm I'm with you on this, the whole fact that when they, once they come out of college or whatever, they, you know, they got to go out and explore the world first. They
0: got to find their, they got to, they got to, they got to find what it, what it, what it's like.
1: Yeah. They got to find their own ground
0: else or doing their own thing see, and building their own thing.
1: I grew up like, you know, my father, I was like 10, 12 years old. I'm holding the bucket for my father and the bucket was the tool bucket. Basically, it wasn't like a tool thing like nowadays. It was right, just a right. bucket, right? Yeah. He had the tools and I didn't understand what the heck he was doing. My father, you know, kind of came into, he's an engineer, so he's very intelligent, but he didn't know nothing about apartments. So he learned how to do maintenance for like reading the time life series. You know, I saw my father the other night. I was, uh, last week I went to the house, mm-hmm. right. To see my mom and he, nine o'clock he's, he's in bed, right. I'm looking at him. I went, I went back to see him in the bedroom. He's reading a book on wiring. Now he's electrical engineer, mechanical engineer. Right. He's reading a book on wiring. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm gonna go fix this heater tomorrow. This guy is just, you know, he's like the, the yeah. one, the one guy that they got doesn't know how to fix the heater. So he's like, he's just refreshing himself on his wiring skills you know and he's 82 years old he's gonna go it's in there crazy, tomorrow right? fix that heater you know
0: you gotta respect the hell out of that
1: I, yeah. that's that to me i was just amazed you know yeah. that he's you know he could just pay somebody to go like you know fix but right. he's like no nah, i'm just gonna go yeah no I do get it, it you know
0: yeah. i mean so i mean i didn't start working i, I was probably 17 18 when my dad every summer it was like i would be working you know at construction sites doing whatever manual labor i had to be doing yeah the whole time.
1: I was 12, 13, cutting grass, painting apartments. That's awesome. And I was like, I'm getting away from this thing. <laughs> like, right. So, all that, so I that's, saw that's the growing risk up, you have. right? I, growing up, all I saw was the problems. You know what I mean? All I saw was the, the other side. I didn't see the stuff that, you know, later on, I got him to appreciate the, the money side of things mm-hmm. and seeing like, you know, like the other side of the investor side of things and seeing how you could grow your wealth. Because I, But I already, like you, you, were, you had a business in, in school, so you kind of had that entrepreneurial mindset. And I think yeah, that's yeah. the other key too.
0: But do you think that's, do you think that's innate or do you think that can be taught?
1: I don't know. That's a good question. I know for me, I always had that bug. So, but I always had the kind of like the grass is greener on the other side bug. And I'm glad I went out in the world and explored different things. And I failed a a bunch of times Mm -hmm. doing other businesses. You know what I mean? And they came to really understand and then, Rich dad, poor dad. Also, like when I read that, that also turned a light bulb on. Like, yo, dude, it's right in front of you. Like, stop looking out there, everywhere else. Like, yeah. it's it's like the acres of diamonds. Shiny wrestling. object syndrome. Right? Yeah, it's, it's like, like you think the grass is greener somewhere else, and you don't realize how good you have it. You know, and it's just like a lot of people. They've never been outside of America, but they want. They're also down on America. Mm-hmm. They don't realize how good they ha- how oh, good yeah. we have 100%. it here in America. Yeah. Um, and do some traveling, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. not to say there's, you know, the world is beautiful. Every every country has its own beauty. But, like, we don't know. Until we really travel and go out and see, we don't really, we, we, we take for granted so much here in this country. I would agree on that. You know? Um, now, do you and,
0: think, so do you think that by, you know, your father saying, hey, look, you're 12 or 13, I want you here doing this, cleaning, doing the maintenance as you grow up and whatever, that, that almost that almost made you that pushed you in the opposite direction, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so maybe is that, it, is that not it. the right move?
1: I was early, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was 10, 12. I was just kind of working and doing it and just, you know. I always, I just had that grass is greener somewhere else syndrome, mm-hmm. you know, and it took. But I appreciate though, looking back, I appreciate that I had that experience, you know. Mm-hmm. I can go in and I know what I know what it is. If a guy's taking three days to paint an apartment, I know that I can knock it out in a day. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So you know.
0: So would you do it? Di- I mean, I don't, do you have you have kids? Yeah. So do you do you have? So them I told you, like they the started at fourteen. They started at fourteen, right, right? Doing
1: cleaning, they started cleaning each year. They would mm-hmm. do it. They would step up with different, you know. So they got. So the main thing I want them to know is, you know, you may not know. How, I'm a, I'm not like a great craftsman or tradesperson because yeah. I never I never spend, spend a lot of time. You can't that spend
0: there. the time to do it. Yeah, I get it. But, but you know how it
1: goes. But I know. I know. Like. I suck at property management. Like you know what I mean. I suck at being a manager. You know I can do it if I have to, but I hate it. I suck at it. You know, but I've done it, and so I know I have a, a sense of compassion and empathy for the people that are my managers. Mm-hmm. I have a sense of compassion and empathy for the people that are my maintenance guys. Yeah, and because I've done everything that they do, pretty much. Not everything, but you know what I mean. I've got the gist. I got a good taste of it. Sure. Growing up, so the same thing. I want them to understand. If they're one day, if, one day, if they are the boss, that they understand people and they're able to relate to people and understand their experiences, so they come from a place of empathy rather than a place of ego.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Now, are you are you worried that, that that introducing them at a young age like that would do the same thing to them that it did to you, where it's going to like say, "Hey, look, I don't want anything to do with this business yeah. going forward."
1: No, because they see a whole different side of it too. I mean, uh-huh. when we grew up, we were like seeing a different side of it. They see a whole different side of it. There's a whole different place too, and mm-hmm. where we are today. Where course, where yeah. we was when we were kids. He was just starting out. It was his first property. Didn't look like he knew what he was doing, doing to me sure, to, as a yeah. kid. I'm like, what is this guy doing? Like, is right. he fixing the problem? Is he making it worse? I don't know. You know, and <laughs> and because and, and, it, it wasn't like a seasoned plumber or something. You no, know what yeah, I mean? He's just kind of like, like he's just kind of like jackhammering stuff I'm or forgot. whatever. He's <laughs> he's, a, he's making it work. You know and. And I'm just like thinking in my head, like, you know, is this the right way to do it? You know, I don't know, you know? And yeah. um, so I questioned everything and I didn't, later on, I could see the genius and the brilliance and the hard work ethic and all these things that as a kid, I was just like, you know, I want to, you know, I wanted something else. I didn't know what I wanted, but I just mm-hmm. knew it wasn't this, you know? Right. So, um, but then, like I said, as I got older, I got more practical. And now studying a lot of different businesses, like I'm sure you've looked at a lot of different businesses. Sure. Like at some point you could have jumped into this, this, and yep. that. What do you think makes this business, or what, 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 what do you love about this business, or think the benefits of this business compared to say, you know, opening a restaurant, or what, you know, not to say it's a,
0: well, other than the hours. I mean, the restaurant business is tough. Yeah. Weekends, it's nights, hard. right? Yeah. Um, I mean that business. A lot of employees bad. you got to yeah. deal with, right? And and a lot of employees that are kind of, I feel like. Maybe a little more transient too. Yeah. Um, I I've looked at a lot of different. I mean, I've I've over the years looked at a lot of different businesses. Right. You know, I'm I've gotten a pretty good. I've I've, I'm pretty good at just saying stick to what you know. Right. Stay the course. Stick to what you know. I know this looks good, shiny. It's you know, looks nice. But I think there's a lot to be said about mastering your craft. Sticking to what you know, getting better, and like, you know, look, you know, take some time to work on your business, not in your business, right? So, like, I don't remember it was like maybe three years ago, and we would, you know, we would bump rents here and there, right? We'd bump rents twenty five bucks, thirty five bucks, and it was like three years ago, and I looked at our rent roll, and I said, just as an exercise, I just want to go through and see if I bump if I put everybody at at market rate, like what what's the difference, like per month. It's like staggering, right? Mm -hmm, Right, and you know, all right. Well, I'm gonna going forward. I'm gonna implement that. You know, I'm gonna make sure I go and not not just standard, you know, two percent or three percent. I want to bring people to market because our costs go up every year, right? right? And if I'm I'm actually doing the tenants a disservice by not doing that. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but no, I get it. You know, I want to be able to pay the bills on time labor goes up, material cost goes up. I want to be able to make the repairs on time. I want to be able to provide the tenants with a good service as my, as the property manager, building owner, whatever. And I can't do that. If all my costs keep going up, I don't keep up with those costs and I can't pay the bills, you know, when they need to be paid and, and do the repairs and capex that needs to get done. You know, people just, especially in old buildings, I mean, you know, People just completely underestimate Cap the X. amount of money, yes, exactly. for capex for you know, and for maintenance and repairs in general. Yeah. Like I mean, you, know, you buy a building that's time. built
1: in the '70s, that's like 50 years old now, yeah. so something's going to. And, that,
0: and that, my, my newest buildings are built in the '70s and '80s. Those are the right. new. Those are the. Those are the most recent ones I got. I have ones that are, I have, that 31 units that we talked about at the beginning right. of the podcast were that was built in the '20s. 30s. No, yeah, 1900s. Okay. 1900, 1910, 1908. Right. You know, these are these are 120 year old 110 120 year old buildings wow you know like they had 120 year old building problems right you know what i mean and they're expensive to fix and they're you know they happen often a,
1: a big one that pops up and you never see it coming is that when a uh, when a line breaks right forget it have you you've you've, yeah, you've seen that right yeah had the, absolutely. the main line breaks Either you got main a,
0: line breaks or you get a, a break in like a main sewer line too right exactly right and both place and it's under a curb outside in the street in the city. You got to get a road opening permit. You got to get that whole thing has got to get excavated. You got to take the curb out, re-pour the curb, the sidewalk, the whole line. Forget it. <laughs> and, and, it's like <laughs> and, and it's like insane.
1: And you don't see it coming, you, you, know, what you know what I mean? You know, I guess there's companies that can kind of see it, but you know, if they, the, the money cameras. that
0: you put in to fix that doesn't change the rent at all. It doesn't make you any more money. Right. It's not like. You know, CapEx, like you, oh, you, you redo the facade of a building and make no. it really nice. Or, you know, you renovate the hallway, you put it all in, you know, you're putting you're a sewer just, line in that. Uh, you're you, bringing you it back to $15, functional. thousand $15,000 to just bring it to functional, no return on investment at all.
1: Yeah. So this, there's so there's definitely like a lot of key advantages that I noticed too, um, to um, multifamily as opposed to once, you know, you buy something, the value increases sure, pretty much. Of course appreciation. 10, yeah. 10 years, you get like this appreciation, you get the depreciation, you get... The tax benefits, you know, yeah. and then you're also getting something that's leveraged. You know, you're buying at twenty sure. percent, you know, twenty percent, thirty percent down, yeah. whatever you're putting down money, but you're leveraging something that's right. You know, so
0: you get a hundred percent of the upside with twenty five percent of the cost,
1: right? Okay. So these are like four of the key b- benefits that you know I don't see in. A, I'm sure they're out there in some business maybe, but not not, not but, that I've seen. But the bank's not going to give you money to go. St- invest in stocks or you know yeah. what i mean or right. you know like unless you have like a solid business plan or something like that or you got some really like you know you're really good with it or something you got this new app or something that everybody's gonna go bungles over yep um yeah, there's not a whole lot you know going on i don't think as far as you know and then s- something to have a hard asset as opposed to
0: go you can touch it you can see it you can walk it right you know it's there
1: and then it's the different. other th- and the other key thing is like it's never going to go out of style. Like, you know, 10 years from now, this phone, it won't exist. Right. You know what I mean? But 10 years from now, people will need an apartment. Yeah, the
0: kitchen might go out of style. That's the only thing you're going <laughs> to upgrade
1: is the kitchen and the bathroom. Right. Other than that, there's just rooms, yeah. right? Yeah. The kitchen and bathroom changes. That's about it. You know, other than that, you know, you upgrade the wiring or something. I don't sure. know. Yeah. That's about it. But it's here. It's here to stay. You know, unless, unless they start, you know, Cultivating Mars or something like that right. Or I don't know Or start making these moon pods Or people are just living in the air Or something like the Jetsons or something yeah. You know, real estate's Real estate, something solid's here to stay And uh, they're not making more of it
0: Right, especially in areas that are Like densely populated too Like, you know, Pennsylvania, New Jersey Like, it's typically not zoned for multifamily A lot of it isn't You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, you know, like in Allentown Perfect example Like, in the city, like There's no land Right there's Really not that much Yeah You know, so um, You know, I've seen such a and I'm sure you guys have too. An influx of people from New York and New Jersey coming out to to Lehigh Valley. Yeah. So, you know, especially during COVID and everything. It's like it's staggering. I mean, our vacancy rates never been lower. Yeah. Um, it's
1: like I used to have I remember years ago like it would be hard. You'd be you turn have to, work and, to rent an apartment. Exactly. Now now, you, now it's, you know? it's you don't have to work, you know? Right. What I mean, it's just kind of like they rent themselves right. as long as you maintain a property do well, you right. know, you got a waiting list or the high occupancy is really great yeah. to see that side of things, mm-hmm. and um, so, what do you see next? What's your next move? You know, what do you? I
0: mean, I think I think prices are really high right now. Um, you know, I am incredibly we're gonna high. We're going to be doing, be doing <laughs> some building yeah um you know for the prices that like 70s housing stock yeah you were telling me for, i'm
1: glad you guys are building that how many units yeah. again is that you're gonna uh, build in that The price?
0: big one's uh 126 garden style
1: and that's right there between on that strip the one that i saw right yep yep that's the same one yep. that's a great location too because yeah. it's right between like allentown and bethlehem yep,
0: and it's right up on the hill there so like you know the views are awesome and the i know river right yeah everything like that yeah. so um yeah we're excited to do that we're starting uh, a smaller one on the south side Probably in like March we break ground sixteen units.
1: You got the approval and everything for Not that at
0: all? Yeah. Wow. So uh, we're lining up the financing now. We're waiting on like the last thing is this sewer ma- sewer planning module right. from this from DEP.
1: Well, the great thing about you guys too is you guys got the building experience, right? As well as the apartment business experience, yep. you know.
0: So it's like a roll up, you know. We we go we take the apartments, we build them out and then now, now you
1: talk about your newest units are in the 70s and 80s like now you got something brand spanking new right. yep and, and for the imagine. same
0: price that the 78 units are trading for at this moment right right so we're going to be building you know maybe we'll be all in for a buck you know I don't know maybe $135,000 a door brand new when you know some of that some of that older stuff is selling for you know $120,000 yeah. and you
1: know? then if you can even I mean hopefully you're not going to probably flip it anyway but you could you know what could, I mean yeah. you could flip it at probably 200 or something if right. it's new yeah probably around there easy um with the way prices are going unless there's like a big change in the market right. or something like that so yeah any last words or anything anything to the new guys coming in or inspiring words of wisdom we it's, want to share it's with way us way tougher
0: now i mean look it's tougher now but it's also not in some respects like when i when we you know when i started at least you know the the properties are all there like you could buy them they were cheap but i couldn't get the financing as a new guy yeah now the banks are much more you know amenable to to lending money to somebody that's new that has some cash and can make you know really? can purchase the property so you know on on one side of the coin yeah it's you know it's harder for a new guy now but on the other side it's not
1: yeah because the money's there yeah you, just, you can get the money you just got to get the deal deal right yeah, which is which is tough yeah yeah all right well thank you so much for coming out man you yeah. got an amazing story you got amazing grind and um one other thing kind of comes to mind, um, like you. So you learned everything like from the ground up as far as maintenance. You guys do your own maintenance still, or you guys got a crew now, or well, we what? Have crew, yeah. We I have mean, obviously, with that many, you'd have, yeah. But, we have maintenance staff. But like, do you still get your hands dirty with maintenance or something, or is it just kind of administration? Rare now? for me. My brother does, okay. For sure.
0: Um, so you know, I'm, i I you know, our dynamic is kind of where my my father handles kind of the larger construction projects and stuff like that so almost like a project manager mm-hmm. um you know he'll tackle those um i do basically all the property management in the office okay acquisitions so and financing and all that stuff more more so the office stuff and my brother kind of jumps from you know back and forth everything through.
1: in allentown or you got jersey too yeah
0: everything's in allentown we have one building in jersey um just in asbury park a small Four and Jordan Jersey's
1: Jordan is more transport. expensive than Allentown as far as buying probably. Oh yeah. Because of the population density and those things close yeah, to yeah. proximity New to New York. More expensive, sure. I think that's what's really helped New- Allentown is the whole flood coming in. It's right. been happening over over years, but sure. now all of a sudden it's just more and more and now more and more people were trying to get out like New York's going to shit. You know what yeah, I mean? It's rough. So it's like yeah. people it's like, rough. <laughs> I mean it'll bounce back hopefully, you know, yeah. but the way the way they're managing things and you know. So all right man, thanks so much yeah, man. Absolutely. It's great talking to you, no, you fun. know. Real great to connect, to reconnect as well.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, thanks for tuning in guys. See us next time. <laughs>